0: For great looking t shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts, the TNT shop is now open at TNTradio.live. The latest from Badshit Bonkers Britain. Katie Hopkins on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening, good evening, wherever you are in the fine TNT planet of ours. And a very warm welcome to the Katie Hopkins show on Monday, the 11th of December, she says, just checking the date because you know how often I manage to get that wrong. Coming up in the show today, can Marine Le Pen finally make it as leader of France? I think so. Although the left are already up to their dirty tricks. We're talking the smalling. So The Smalling, how is your life being made smaller? Tie, Ty- of taxes, fines, penalties, the cost of everything. I want to hear from you about how your life is being made tighter than it was. And our top three out of the UK, including my friend Alex Jones back on Twitter. I can't help but feel like we're winning good people. You know what to do. I may be in the driving seat for this show, but you are the engine of this thing here is how you join the conversation
0: katie hopkins wants you to chat to her just go to tntradio.live hit chat and join your family chatting away we're on the highway to freedom where listeners drive the show today's news talk radio tnt
1: Absolutely, you do. The listeners here drive the show. And that's very much the theme of everything that I try and do. The audience matters more. The listeners matters more. Uh, The people usually gobbing off in front of some sort of camera or auto cue or whatever tend to matter very little to me. Um, What matters is you and what you've been up to. How was your weekend? Did you survive? Was it all glorious? Did you have a lovely time? I had quite a Christmassy weekend again. I'm noticing a bit of a habit now all of my children seem to be coming home every weekend. I'm not sure if that's something that should be encouraged, to be honest with you. Last weekend, if you remember, I was really into it. I was like, "Ah, oh, I had the nicest time. We put the Christmas decorations up and we went and got, you know, it was all so nice. And we sat around, we had an open fire on all day. And I was like, this is so nice. And then I was also disclosing to you how that meant that I ticked off my mothering for like all of December. Everyone in here saying, hello, 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 lovely Dean. Oh, Dean is watching me in the lounge room. What does it mean? <laughs> it, does Dean watch me in the lounge room? Is it is it pay for view <laughs> Is it only fans? Have we gone into that territory? Has the boss got desperate and now it's auctioning sites off? for cash. I don't know. So lovely to see Dean back. Um, A true professional of the airways and uh, uh, always very happy to be handing the baton from me to Dean and Dean back again. So yeah, last weekend I was having a lovely weekend and I was kind of saying to you about how I'd done my mothering. i kind of ticked it off all of December. And that's very much how I feel about it. As much as, you know, I sort of love everybody. I also sort of love getting rid of my guilt about not being a very good mother all in one go. Well, this weekend, they were all back again, which has got me thinking now, because I'm now like, oh yeah, I've done my, I did my mothering last weekend, guys. Like, do you know what I mean? Did you not notice last weekend, we did Christmas, we got a tree, open fire, yadi blah, now everyone was back again. I was like, how do I give everyone the memo that I've done my mothering bit now? So this isn't like, this isn't gonna be a regular thing, this whole mother thing. Like, I'm already like, oh, I must get back on the road. (laughs) Surely there's somewhere I need to be that isn't home. (laughs) That's such a terrible thing to say because I really, really like it, really. But just inside me, then there's a guilt about not being on the road or not being brutalized in some African nation. Anyway, I cooked a roast dinner. Thank you very much. I'll take the credits. Thank you. And I did homely things. I know, I know. I'm so mothered. I'm literally about to get a mother of the year award. I have to do something horribly obnoxious, like get deported or get arrested or something just to reset the balance of nature. Should we talk about some of my top stories? Because I kind of promised studio that today I would run things in the order that I said I would. So how things work here is I put up to studio the people that run this thing, how the show's going to go and the order that things are going to happen in. And I file the clips that I would like played for you all. And I make it sound like that's what's going to happen. In reality, what happens is that I get all excited. You guys get chatting. We get chatting. I talk about whatever we're going to talk about, right? And then um, none of the things happen in the way that I said, leaving the studio, having absolutely no friggin' idea what I'm doing, which is pretty standard. Dean is in the lounge with a pipe. Yeah, just like... <laughs> Watching the soft porn of Katie wrestling with her earpiece—it's never been hotter. Three stories—I'm going to get to them because that's the woman I am. Um, if you're wanting to join everyone, if you're wondering why I look at my phone, which I'm holding up because that's just my interaction with the camera for today. Um, do because it's a lot of—it's a lot of fun, as they say when you reach middle age. It's a lot of fun. Oh, can I tell you something? My mother, um, mother, my daughter, my middle daughter said yesterday. Well, two things. So my middle daughter is me. Uh, she is uh, destined to be trouble. <laughs> two things. One, sitting on sofa, end of the evening, she burst out laughing, and I was sat there with Luffy Mark, and she said, You two are both older than Google. <laughs> and she was killing herself laughing, because she must have just looked up when did Google... Come about? Oh yeah, because we had a fa- oh, we had a fun family quiz yesterday as well. I know when I'm see when I'm mothering, I go all in. I'm like, right, what would a what would like a mother do? You know, and I imagine one of those frumpy bumpy women, you know, with like big boobs and like comfort wear. And I think, right, what does a- what would a frumpy mum do? <laughs> Bob, 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 around the kitchen, right? So I make a roast dinner because that's what a mum would do, right? Bob, 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 bob. I don't know what this bob, bob, bob thing is. It's my impression of a fat mum. And then I think to myself, right, what would a, what would a really good mum do <laughs> on a Sunday? I know they do a fun family quiz and my kids actually like it when I do fun family quiz. So I did a fun family quiz. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm almost like it's almost like acting the role of something. You know, and then I got quality streets, which I think you've heard my rant about because they've changed the packaging and I'm very angry. I put them in a in a bowl, because that's what my mum would have done when I was little, right? So it's like this. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> anyway, back to the point. One of the quiz questions was when was the World Wide Web invented? Or oh, no, who invented it? Tim Berners Lee. But my daughter then must have been inspired enough to look up when was Google invented. And then she was killing herself laughing because. Both myself and Lovely Mark were born before Google. I failed to see how that's funny. I failed to see how we should be mocked because back in the day, when we had to find out stuff or do homework or do a festering history project, I had to be under the stairwell with the Encyclopedia Britannica, A to B, B to this, C to that, looking up things. In a bloody encyclopedia, listeners, did you have to do this? What did you used to do in the age before Google? How did you research stuff for school? So, yes, uh, she was taking the pee about that. And then, get this, she went out for a drink with my other daughter and she borrowed my jeans. So I'm just going to say, I may have been born in the time before Google, but my Levi's are cooler than hers and she had to borrow them. So, you know, just saying, just saying. Uh, Shall we do the stories that I promised to do? Let's. Number one, the skull. I love this story so much because it's just up the road from me. And for some reason, I identify totally. Pliosaur. Did you see, tribe? Did you see a pliosaur found in the cliffs, literally 30 minutes away from where I am? Do you not know what a pliosaur is? Well, a pliosaur is a ferocious marine reptile that terrorized the oceans. This is why I identify with it, right? Um, A ferocious marine reptile that terrorized the oceans about 150 million years ago. I hope one day that I become a well-preserved skeleton in the Devon coastline You know what I mean? And then one day they excavate, I not that all these stories have to be about me or that I'm a narcissist, but like one day they excavate my skull and they'll be like, it's thought to be the Katie Hopkins' Rex who terrorized the planet (laughs) 150 million years ago. (laughs) If they find my skull, they're buggered because it's got a massive hole in it and they won't be able to explain that one very easily. Anyway, they found it. Just the head of this thing is two meters long. I mean amazing, and when they uncovered the sheet, people gasped, because it was so amazing to see this amazing predator, can you even imagine, the skull is longer than most humans are tall, oh, you can't help but focus on its 130 teeth, and so it has these ridges, if you've not seen this pliosaur, I really encourage you to, you know, I really couldn't give a single, you know, rat's ass normally about things people find in cliffs. But this thing is cool. 12 metres long, four, flipper-like limbs. We think it's scary these days swimming with sharks. I mean, did people used to swim? Did Did you hear that noise? No, you probably didn't. That's my son going to school. I know, because I'm just such a good mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All in clean uniform. hmm Ironed, yes. Our military, uh, our military friends here will know. Uh, that the most important bit of ironing is the sleeve. If you don't know about ironing, we should we do an hour on ironing? Where's my military friends? Um, if you iron a sleeve of a of a shirt, and you you power iron the sleeve bit here, so that that you could cut. My son could cut cheese with his shirt today. I know. Uh, I do it just to scare the teachers. Um, let's talk about Alex Jones. We've just moved on from the pliosaur. Well, actually another dinosaur, another, another dinosaurus rex who's terrorized the planet and terrorizes the elites because he knows so much. Alex Jones back on Twitter, good people. Did you see? 70% of people voted to have him back. I like it. What I love particularly is that um, Alex Jones has been around, I feel like for as long as I have, but actually more. He's he was been he's been breaking truth since before any of us, I think. He was like the original. Is that fair to say? And the fact that Elon Musk is an absolutist. So free speech, absolutist. I love it. Mark Stein has a very similar view, which is that you either believe in free speech or you don't. And there's no, hmm, yes, but, or, well, not this person, obviously, or not that guy. It's absolute. It's this or that, black or white, yes or no. It's like a binary thing. And so despite Elon's own views on Alex from way before his reinstated him, I think it's glorious. I don't know how long, I mean, I, I know some things about Alex Jones's security, but uh, I'm assuming someone's going to help invest in that because uh, Alex Jones, I mean, really knows way too much. And typically, of course, the left are all like, Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones, this bad guy, Alex Jones, whereas actually Alex Jones speaking truth since the beginning of time. Should we take a little listen to him? Shall we? Let's take a little listen to my good friend, Alex Jones, who's just been reinstated on Twitter. Take a listen to this.
2: Remember, the globalists are eugenicists. They believe in survival of the fittest. They believe because you're not informed. They believe because you're not fighting back. They have a right to rule over you and do this to you. That's why they try to dumb people down with the educational system. But we're here exposing their plan. And if you just start criticizing it, if you just start not submitting to it, they're going to go down. They're telling you, you've got to stay locked down indefinitely forever while they travel the whole world, enjoy the oceans, enjoy the lakes, enjoy the mountains, enjoy life extension technologies, everything. You've got to start identifying this is a new form of warfare, that the lockdown is an operation against humanity to train us to turn our resources over to the globalist. If we don't discover this, they're going to keep winning. If we discover it and their entire Agenda 2030, that's what this is called, it's game over for them. Their whole takeover plan is about teaching us we're bad, teaching us we're ugly, teaching us we're failed. They're not taking over to try to save the earth. They're taking over to play God. So you can decide to fight them and resist them and say no to them, or you can bow down to their propaganda and decide you're not essential and decide that humanity is evil. But just remember, while you starve to death, while you're being sterilized, while you're being given deadly COVID shots, they're hanging out in Hawaii and Fiji laughing at you and your family. (laughs)
1: my favorite thing about that clip is that he's actually uh kind of chest deep in water having a swim uh and the glorious thing about that is that i know his videographer which means he made that poor dude get in the water as well (laughs) the other thing is that alex jones is really hairy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's really hard because you got I'm trying to take you real seriously. You must fight back, gets me If you don't I love him, you know, I love him. But like yeah. And then you've just got lots of hair. So I tried to listen to him. Just slightly hurt my voice there. I'm trying to listen to him, but instead all I can hear is and just lots and lots of hair. <laughs> uh yeah, no, lovely and I I so love. Um, I so love that Elon has spent the last few months bringing us all back. It's been kind of epic and I just can't help, but feel that we're winning in so many different ways. Uh, what I wanted to do just before we go, um, to the commercial break is I want to bring you, I don't know if you saw her (laughs) talking about myself in the third person, but not really Margaret (laughs) on my social medias. Well, I, uh, social media. Social medias? Social media monthly. I don't know. But anyway, Margaret, I brought you Margaret from the vaccine centre. And Margaret went a bit wild this weekend. So we're on, I think we're on like, um, Margaret's been seen about 3 million times so far. (laughs) Margaret was just supposed to be a little joke between us. But Margaret went crazy. I had so many sweet people in touch. Uh, Tucker was in touch to say that he loved Margaret. Um, General Flynn, love him, uh, got in touch to say that he loved Margaret. Uh, So a lot of my, um, and, and this is, I guess, one of the joys of what I get to do, is that I can do something which is blatantly foolish, but it gives laughter to people all over our massive network. And um, getting messages for them saying, you know, this lifts me up, Texas, Lindsay, uh, lots of other people in different countries, just getting to be part of having a laugh at the madness is really, really, um, it's definitely where I'm at at the moment in a very serious way. Uh, But anyway, I thought what we do is we'll head into commercial break after this, but I just wanted to bring you Margaret, because Margaret's so excited because she's getting her boosters. (laughs) <laughs> how many people? Yeah, I guess the question to you on chat is how many people do you know uh, just like Margaret? So it's my very great pleasure uh, to to bring you um, <laughs> for a listen. The now quite, quite infamous Margaret. Take a listen to this. I can hold it. Yeah, I can hold it. It's fine. It's fine. Hi, It's Margaret. I'm excited because I'm here at the vaccination centre getting a booster. It's my 45th booster. I've had 44 boosters, I've had COVID 14 times, but I know, if I hadn't had my 49 boosters, my COVID would have been so much worse. And today, I get a threefer, threefer. I know, I thought it was buy one, get one free, but it's threefer. I've got my booster, I've got my cold and flu, and I've got my shingles, which I didn't know I needed, but I definitely must do. At this point, I'll be made up more of boosters and vaccines than I will of blood. And guess what i got given today? Oh, a prick loyalty card. I'm so excited. So every time I get a booster or a jab or a prick or a vaccine, I get a loyalty reward point. And look how well I'm doing. Ah, oh, I only need two more and then I can get myself a heart attack. <laughs> Ah, the joys, the joys. My darlings, we have to go to a commercial break, otherwise, I'm going to get tasered. Uh, Two things. One, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about the ousting of different elements. For this sort of cultist thinking that is political parties. So examples, Rosie Duffield trying to be ousted from Labour uh, and the Green Party have just pulled the state same stunt with Green Party women. So a question for you guys, political parties, maybe where you are, Australia, California, wherever, where an element has had to be ousted because the cult demands they all think the same way. And the other thing I want to talk about when we come back from commercial break, I want to talk about the smalling. So ways... Is that your life, you can just feel it or something else happens. And, oh, you can't do that anymore because of, you know, weird explanation. Oh no, that doesn't happen anymore because of, weird explanation. Oh, this doesn't. So ways that things are being made smaller or more difficult or things that used to happen that no longer happen anymore because of new rules. I want to talk about the smalling, S-M-A-L-L-I-N-G, the smalling of your life. Um, So that's what I want to talk about when we come back. Go nowhere, good people, or I will come, I will hunt you down with my special set of skills. And that is not a promise. If you're watching this and slightly only fans uh, envision and I um, would advise you, I encourage you, I ask you, I implore you, please go to the chat because it's not my voice we want to hear. It's yours. So that's TNT radio. If you click on the chat and you can join the conversation. And as for did I used to put candle wax inside the sleeves of my uh, shirts in order to create the crease? Absolutely. Do, Do people not do that? Are there people out there who don't rub candle wax and the inside of their shirt seams to make them stand up on end so that you terrify lesser men? (laughs) I mean, please. Okay, go nowhere, good people. Uh, We're going to go to a very short commercial break then we'll be right back. My name is Katie Hopkins. Don't you forget it. And this TNT Radio's
0: Patrick Henningsen.
2: There's a dark cloud which is gathering over Ukraine. This has been an absolute disaster. In the last month alone, as it reported previously, Ukraine's lost 13,000 troops in October. So what does that mean? Well, you can guess that recruitment is probably down. So right now, the government in Kiev, the Zelensky government's doing forced conscription. Morale is at an all-time low. Uh, we've also seen conscientious objectors uh, who are taking to social media like to telegram who reported uh, that they were just finished a six-month prison sentence uh, after refusing to go to the front line. Some of the forced conscripts rebelled, were imprisoned for six months, did a six-month sentence, and then the day before their release, they were put into a van and then sent to the front line. I kid you not.
0: Patrick Henningsen on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. is a person to look at, and then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! What? Our focus is shifting. Our
2: main priority as a bureau is gonna be domestic terrorism.
0: It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical.
2: These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything
0: we want. Latest from batshit bonkers Britain, Katie Hopkins on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Yes, my darlings, we are back. And what I want to talk about is... Why these main political parties feel the need to oust people with different opinions, right? So my question to you on Tribe, uh, maybe Australian perspectives, American perspectives, perspectives from other countries, is political parties that have felt the need to shove someone out because they weren't singing from the song sheet, And typically, this is involving trans at the moment. So, you will know if you were with us last week, I was talking about the amazing Rosie Duffield. Brilliant woman. Brave, brave, brave. And brave in a ridiculous sense because brave in this bizarre new era isn't facing down the mob or marching towards the enemy or you know getting out some sort of weapon from your kitchen drawer and stabbing someone in the heart. All the things I'm prepared to do. Um, (laughs) In fact, quite looking forward to. But no, brave these days is just holding your line on what you believe and being authentic and true to yourself. Well, Rosie Duffield being forced out of the Labour Party, one way or another, she's still in at the moment she's still in pardon I sounded a little bit like ill I heard that um but they're trying to now they're investigating her for anti-semitism and what it all comes down to is the fact that she will not lie to herself because that's where the lie that's what a lie is isn't it she will not lie to herself and say that a man is a woman in order to keep her job she won't do it And that's what I love. I, I, I really. uh, I think many of us feel the same way. Not that that uh, adds any weight to what I think, but um, this thing when people come out and they speak their mind, right? And then the next day, the next minute, they're retracting. The PR agency has been on at them. They'll lose this contract if they don't shut up. They're starting to backpedal. They're trying to. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for anyone I offended, any offense given, and they're backpedaling. It is sickening to see that. That's why I love Joey Barton, who's come out this weekend and been like, oh, can female commentators in football just sod off? Do we have to have so many female, every single male match, female commentators gabbing on? And I feel him, I get him, I 100% agree with him. My husband, my son, you know, they're just like, oh, because it's every game, it's every game. Even if they have nothing to say, they're given something to say. And it's fine that women might be great at women's football and sure, if you're into it, maybe your daughter plays football and that's marvellous. Great, go and do girls' football. But stop bringing birds in to talk about men's football. Leave the lads at it, right? What is it with, what is with, with women? You can't let men have some men things. What is with that? Why do you have to crash all men things? You're quite happy to have women-only gyms, women-only this, women-only that, but you cannot stand it if men have male-only golf courses. So what? Maybe men would like to just hang around with each other and just itch their nuts together. That's pretty much what they do. It's not... You know, women try and sneak into all these things, but for what purpose? They get there and realize it wasn't that interesting in the first place. They just wanted to make a point. And then you get the trans mafia wanted to come into female spaces to make the point. Stop making points. Just stay in your lane. So thank God for Joey Button. But this was really before I went off on that rant about... People being ousted because they won't follow the cult. So the cult of Labour says you can be whatever gender you want to be. What I want to play you is this brilliant clip of Rosie Duffield. Before I want to, Then I want to talk about what's just happened, which is that Green Party women, I'm assuming most of them own cats, smell slightly of cat wee, like to do a bit of crocheting, But anyway, shouldn't slander them. Green Party women are being ousted from the Green Party because they don't think in the way that they're supposed to. So first up, let's take a listen to Rosie Duffield because this clip explains why she's being forced out of the Labour Party. Take a listen to Rosie in action.
2: But I will not be a hypocrite and I won't lie and I won't say that a man is a woman. Eddie Izzard is not a woman. Eddie Izzard is not the girl. Absolutely not the only Labour woman MP who will leave the party if Eddie Izzard gets onto an all women shortlist. I'm saying it in public, so I have to do it now.
1: So Eddie Izzard is not a woman and she is so and it sounds mad, doesn't it? It's, it's so mad that we live in an age where to stand up and say this bloke is not a woman gets you a round of applause. But that's what's happened, right? That's how far down this dark path we've gone. That's how big the cultists are. That's the power of the cultists. The same way I see the power that is accorded to people who should never be accorded power. One or two people able to shut down a whole venue, 400 seats sold. And one person who says they're trans is able to get that whole venue to pull because we afford too much power to the cultists. So because of what that lovely lady there, Rosie Duffield just said, Eddie Izzard is not a woman, she's being forced out. And the deviousness is is something that's now a theme that's gonna go through the rest of this hour, is the use of other tools to get rid of someone, but without the honesty. So instead of Labour saying, do you know what? We're going down the gender self ID route. If you're a man, you can identify as a woman. We all want Eddie Azard in because he pushes the trans cult. And so Rosie's got to go. At least there is honesty in that, right? In a world where, where integrity doesn't exist, at least there is honesty in that. We're shoving Rosie out because she doesn't fit with the cult. Just say that, don't investigate her for anti-Semitism. And you'll see this as a theme now with the Green Party and even with Marine Le Pen that I'm going to get to uh, towards the top of the hour, trying to force them out by devious means. Just be bloody honest. If you're going to be a rat, be a rat. Stand up and say, here I am being a rat. Here's my tail. So Labour forcing out Rosie Duffield because she won't say that a bloke is a woman. I mean, please. I'm just having a look here Uh, on Tribe. Female commentators on men's sport is basically females invading men's spaces. Totally. This is exactly what I think. Why can't men have spaces? I'm very happy for men have spaces. In fact, I didn't even want to go in a man's space. You know what I mean? Men's bathrooms. No, thank you. I don't want to share a bathroom with a man either. No, thank you. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't occasionally wee on a seat. I do. But I'd rather we on a seat where other women are weing on a seat. Um, I think it's all part of a long term agenda, Katie. Even though the majority of women are taking part in it, they probably don't realise. I think so, too. Um, politicians. Yeah, I think we have some issues on the chat with one individual. I have flagged that with the studio and uh, that individual we can just get rid of. Please do not. Uh, if anything troubles you on chat ever, do just flag it on there. Uh, I do keep an eye, studio keep an eye, and um, it is a great pity that people who live in their mother's spare bedrooms and spend most of the time playing with themselves and, you know, their mother's probably just wondering whether to cook them chicken nuggets tonight, isn't isn't she, and trying to go down into that room and pick up the tissues from the floor. I imagine the keyboard that whoever this person is is typing on the keyboard is probably pretty sticky as well, has never had sex in his life. So if any of you are wondering why you're being troubled on chat by one little kind of person, a pedo. That's why. It's because when people don't get to have sex in their lives, lives in their mum's spare room, have chicken nuggets for their tea all the time, and the only excitement they get is rubbing up and humping the sofa. That's why you get that kind of commentary on chat. So darlings rise above. Okay. Um, it really is 1984. It is. Now, linked to Rosie Duffield leading Labour, take a listen. The Green Party, and I, I think this is in vision. Yes. So if you see this, great. If you don't, can I get you to look it up? I'm going to tell you, Melissa. Can I say Melissa MPGP? Or you could look up Bromsgrove Green Party Candidate. Okay, Bromsgrove, B-R-O-M-S, Bromsgrove Green Party Candidate. Have a look. Have a look. The green. Well,
2: doubt it is a trans transphobic comment? It's dog whistling um, at the finest, you know, it's it's gaslighting, it's everything. By attacking a minority um minority group it's just yeah, you know, it's just it's a shame.
1: Did you see so if you got to see that in vision, uh you'll see where uh I'm coming from. If you didn't see it in Vision, please do look up. You'll see them all over social media. Uh, The Bromsgrove Green Party candidate. So because the Green Party are pursuing the cult of trans, they've just kicked out Green Party women from the Green Party. Senior members of the Green Party women claim the group was disaffiliated because of their gender-critical views. So Green Party women believe women are women and believe that men aren't women, maybe. I don't want to surmise them incorrectly. But because the Green Party doesn't have a spine, because it doesn't have moral courage, because it doesn't have any decency, and because once you go down the line of bonkers, the only thing you're going to do is do more bonkers, so just like Rosie Duffield being kicked out of Labour through anti-Semitism, the Green Party has cut ties with Green Party women. Uh, they claim it's for procedural reasons, right? They're saying it's they didn't file. Here we go. The Green Party disaffiliated Green Party women for failing to run its planned autumn 2021 committee election until january 2022 this breach party bylaws and invalidated the group's leadership so what they've done is basically gone back to find a technicality in order to be able to oust green party women so they can go down the cult of trans and then if you just saw that clip or if you can look it up on social media, look what they are choosing instead. They are choosing that guy who I will assert here, my personal opinion is he is a mentally unwell gentleman. And I love his heart. I want him to get the help he needs. I want him to live his best and happiest life. But pretending to be a woman and putting on a wig Isn't the way to do it. You'll get some temporary attention, but nothing healthy. I mean, it is dark what's happening to people and what's being done to people. So the ousting of decent people in order to go down the cult of trans. And this is one of the issues, of course, is that the more you go down bonkers, the more you go down culty, the more you go down crazy, the more crazy the decisions you make, because the only way to prop up crazy is with more crazy, which is exactly what we saw, wasn't it? During the time of COVID. Once you go down crazy, right, you get more crazy. Um, Just looking here, Green Party is just recycling, dear God. (laughs) I'm showing my age, but I keep seeing those for... (laughs) For mash, get smash. Aliens from the old adverts, laughing their asses off, <laughs> watching humanity. Do you know that? How does it go again? For mash, get smash. I think I remember them. Were they like stainless steel? Did they have like they had like little dome, dome heads, didn't they? And then almost like two saucepans going together. Is that right? For mash, get smashed. Or for smash, get smash. Or, what happened? Who gets smashed with mash? I don't know. Um, He needs a decent wig maker to help. I mean, truly, truly, these people are mentally unwell. Listen, here's what we're going to do we are going to go to a uh, short commercial break. When we come back, I briefly want to talk about the smalling. And it might just be that we're planting a seed. Planting. (laughs) I love extending the A on planting. I know, it's a bit niche. But if you love language as I love language and you plant, you see, it's just much more satisfying. But it might be that we're planting a seed for later in the week. It's about the smalling. And I think it could be a tribe speciality is noticing the unnoticeable, noticing ways in which life is being made smaller in the teeny tiny incremental ways that most people don't see. But when you start to see, you can't help but seeing it everywhere. And then the more you see it everywhere, the more you hear people talking about specific examples. And then you just sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed by how small things are becoming, the smalling. So I want to sow that seed after the break and then. <laughs> Do you remember, Uh, We must find it again. Do you remember the Berlusconi that we played out to once and it just happened to fit with the music that we head out from the show in? We need to do a compilation because Marine Le Pen has just done the most glorious speech. Uh, And uh, if you know anything about Rassemblement National, this could be their moment. Uh, I want to talk about Marine Le Pen. So go nowhere, good people, apart from to the chat. If you want to join the chat, TNT Radio, uh, and I will be right back with the smalling and Marine Le Pen. My name is Casey Hopkins, and this is TNT Radio.
0: Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. Uh oh, someone on the staff of Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas screwed up big time. She's running for mayor of Houston. And, well, before we get to the details, here's how she treats her staff or has treated them in the past when they screw up. I need to uh, ensure my um, schedule and, uh, you know, if, if
1: boo-boo did it, shit-ass did it, Fuckface did it, and nobody knows a goddamn thing in my office.
0: Okay, now watch this. Houston, I've spent my entire career fighting for you. From fighting to keep our kids safe from guns when I was on city council, To my days in Congress fighting to protect women's reproductive freedom and for funding for our police, schools, and small businesses. Now I'm running to be your mayor because if we're going to bring down crime, fix our streets, and bring good paying jobs here, then Houston needs a champion who's ready to fight for what's right, and I am. Did you see that at the end? It said vote on December 7th. Let's put that up. Vote on December 7th. Problem is the vote Is on December 9th. Let me say it again. Uh oh. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT Radio Vision. You are loved, you are valued, you are resilient.
1: You got this.
0: You are there for them. We are here for you. Find free care guides mm-hmm. at aarp.org/caregivers. We're rolling. It is my pleasure to present Katie Hopkins on today's News Talk TNT Radio.
1: Yeah, baby, you are valued. You are resilient. You got this. That's what I say to myself in the morning, hmm? in the mirror. <laughs> well, when, <laughs> when I look in the mirror and I think, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what large animal slept on my face last night <laughs> in my dodgy gym jams? Yeah. You know, a bit of bit of spit halfway down my face. I say to myself, you are valued. <laughs> You are resilient. You got this. (laughs) I don't. I'd say, Jesus, woman, get a grip. Um, Right, so I want to sow the seed. Let's see if the tribe are helping me sow the seed. Tribe, are you helping me sow the seed? Are you just talking amongst yourselves about these toenails? Um, So I want you to think about, please, come on, focus. Tribe, hold on probably didn't hear that clap. That was me clapping because my mic doesn't allow you to hear these things. But anyway, focus. People reminiscing about the 1970s. I know, the best fun ever. Um, Your life's getting smaller. Let me just plant this seed and then we'll move on to Marine Le Pen. So we're sitting around and we're talking about, oh, I was being outraged because my middle daughter, who's trouble, uh, I probably should stop saying that all the time, was where she's getting her insurance. And she only came to us because she bought her own car. She pays for her own everything. She earned her own money. Um, you know, I'm one of those. And uh, But her insurance company said it wouldn't be renewing her insurance. Not that they were refusing her insurance, but they wouldn't renew because basically all insurance firms, it appears, are getting rid of their young drivers. They just don't want them. And in order to renew her insurance, no accidents, no crashes, no speed tickets, no violations, no nothing for a, what is she, 19, 18, 19. I don't know the age of my own daughter. That's fine, uh, 4,500 pounds a year for her insurance. And I repeat, no accidents, no violations. No, well, she's not being caught, to put it that way. <laughs> Fair play, 4,500 pounds a year, aged 18. So, specifically designed because insurance companies don't want those drivers on their profile of their business. Get rid of your most exhausting 20%. Okay, fine. 4,500. So, punitive to the point of making kids say, well, I can't afford to drive. And that's all very well if you live in zone one or two and public transport and take other ways to work. It's not okay if you're a farmhand and you work on a farm and you need to do farm-based things like get gas in order to power the van that you live in, my daughter. Then my son said, he works in a garage and he said, yeah, so we used to have tires taken away once a week by this guy. Who, so basically they get tyres off cars, they get them taken away, but he doesn't pick them up anymore because I'm assuming tyres are too hard to get rid of, it's too expensive. It's, And then another ag story, oh, yeah, plastic farm sheeting, so agricultural plastics used to get collected by the council, don't get collected anymore. And as we were going around, just all these different examples, just from in my lounge, of punitive taxation-based or inconvenience-based ways of making life smaller or more difficult, or in some cases where it's almost like, say, the local council or whatever, have made a policy for green reasons, right? So they've just taken away a service, but there's no replacement. Okay, so what are you supposed to do with plastics from ag? Ag has a lot of plastics. Feed, cattle feed, stuff for silage pits. I mean, there's just a lot. Farming is a lot of everything. Okay. So you stop the service so you can tick some green boxes, but what, what, where do what, we well, want to, you want them to just drive out into the night and just dump it because farmers won't do that to each other. Obviously the smalling, uh, only the wealthy youth can drive. Yeah. Um, They'll probably use hiking premiums to get, oh, probably use hiking premiums to get drivers off the road. Exactly. And so um, my other daughter has, they again, bought her own car, paid for her own everything. We didn't pay a penny towards any of their stuff because I believe you have to earn the things in life that you want to look after. Um, Her insurance next year doubles. Oh no, not her, not her insurance. Pardon me, pardon me. Her tax doubles, doubles. No reason, no change, no fines, no punitive, nothing. A year older, driven sensibly for, and she will have driven very sensibly. Her tax goes up, double, double, plucked out of someone's arse, doubled. So that's the smalling. And I'm going to return to this as an idea because I've been thinking of it for a long time and I know many of you will have seen the smalling happening in your lives or around you and it's a way it feels like a compression of humanity get the young people off the road you know it was hard enough for them to pass their test it was hard enough for them to get lessons because they were expensive now they're uh, insuring them off the roads now they're taxing them off the roads they just want to be schooling a young generation you will never ever drive. And that insults my soul because you should always have freedoms, more freedoms, not less. In fact, more freedoms, not fewer would be correct, wouldn't it? Uh, Let's see what the tribe are chatting about. Um, Oh, I think the council gave me a black bin for garden waste two years ago, collected it monthly for nothing. Last year, they introduced a 50 pound fee for collecting garden waste. Exactly, that's exactly the sort of example. That's exactly it. Um, I compost it myself, so I never use it. To piss the council off, I offered my neighbors the same. Oh, that's so lovely. They bring their garden waste to me. I love that so much. I love that, that you can stop the council getting another 50 quid. As someone here saying, just get to the news, please. Ah, so what you may have mistaken is that my show uh, is a news show and it's not. My show is a conversation of things I find interesting and that directed by tribe tribes find interesting. So if you have come on here just to criticise and say, get to the news, please. Um, Could I suggest that you just offer tea piss if you don't mind? Don't bother going on the chat asking for the news. Do something else. Do something else for 10 minutes. Come back. Maybe the show after me will have news on it. Maybe you want to go on a turn turn on a channel that says news. Hm? Maybe you could look up some news for yourself. Don't be on this show, my show, on the chat, which is the chat that belongs to the tribe, asking for something you're not going to get. This is the news in a way that I find more stimulating. Everybody else is talking about the same old crap. Everybody else is talking about the same old stories. Everybody else is trying to eke the tiniest thing out of what the latest conversation was. I actually reference my life, my family's life, tribe's life, people's thoughts and concerns and bring them into this hour. Don't like it? Offer tea piss. Don't sit there complaining because you're wasting your time. Let us move to Marine Le Pen. I want to play you this. This is so if you don't know what's going on in France, Marine Le Pen is going to win it this year. The elections are coming up. The left are playing dirty tricks. They're trying to remove her from the ballot. Oh, where have we heard that before, Trump? Hmm? They're trying to force her out for a procedural reason. The Green Party, the Labour Party, now in France, trying to force her out because they know this year is her year. We're going to end up with Millet in Argentina, with Gert Wilders in the uh, Netherlands. We're going to end up with Marine Le Pen in France. Italy has come our way. Nigel's come out strong out of the jungle. Things are coming together and I love it. This is all in French, so I will try my uh, translation services. Uh, just imagine a horde of French people waving the French flag, excited, jubilant, and imagine Marine Le Pen at her most powerful giving this speech. Okay, let's take a listen to Marine Le Pen. J'en appelle
3: à la sagesse et au bon I appeal to the wisdom
1: of the French.
3: Qu'on me donne une raison, une seule.
1: Give me, me one sur notre territoire
3: reason. des étrangers qui collaborent avec une idéologie totalitaire qui
1: mort, to of France.
3: Les des Français. en lien en lien islamiste de islamiste doivent être déchus de leur nationalité et expulsés.
1: The binationals who want to bring the Islamist de de ideology must, must be expelled. They must Les be brought before the law exist.
3: and punished. That's the law exists.
1: When I'm your president, I will bring the law. I will not weaken it. Oh, come on, Marine. nazia that's the crowd chanting. Marine President. <laughs> oh, what I would paint speed in that rim.
3: Au quelque semaines, je vous le promets. La France aura pris toutes les dispositions nécessaires pour se mettre à l'abri des fichiers et en totale conformité avec notre état. a few
1: weeks. France will but have taken all the steps <inaudible> necessary.
3: Les pleureurs de haine expulsés.
1: Shutting down les radical mosques. Les
3: associations du salafisme et des frères musulmans seront dissoutes.
1: The Avec
3: moi, ayez la certitude que les droits des femmes aujourd'hui contestés par l'obscurantisme me, à toutes les femmes de France.
1: The rights of women will be protected.
3: Avec moi, la sécurité n'ira
1: pas à l'encontre. We won't be working against the liberty of ordinary people. We'll be holding up the liberty of ordinary people. What? What a woman. What a speech. Mm. Super excited. Uh, So the elections, France gears up 9th of June, 2024. Marines party is the clear front runner. Oh my God. I need to get to France immediately. But the French this week have started uh, an investigation into Marine Le Pen to work out if they misused EU funds in the payment of parliamentary assistance between 2004 and... You see what I'm saying? They're trying to find a technicality that they can say will mean 10 years ineligibility for public office because she's going to win in June 2024. They're trying to find a technicality right now that stops her being able to run. But I think the will of the people will be greater than the will of the technocrats and those trying to stop her because she is in for a a home run. I couldn't be more excited and now, right now, all over France, I must get to Paris immediately. Stop me being a mother at weekends. Also, very good. Uh, the Paris has been peppered with EU posters displaying carefree young individuals with the words, get this, democracy, diversity, climate protection. Oh, that's a rallying cry, isn't it? <laughs> oh, democracy, diversity and climate protection. <laughs> and then another one unity, security and renewable energy. Europe is you. So what the EU are trying to do is pay to promote now young people because they're the only ones who won't vote with Marine Le Pen. So they're trying to get ahead of the elections and say to young people, you need to get out there because Marine Le Pen is going to win. (laughs) Now the denial is lifting among France's elite be prepared for more dirty tricks to block Marine Le Pen and Jordan Bardella from power. So that's the theme of the show, you see. When ordinary people look like they might have their voices heard, powerful forces come out to try and silence them. Rosie Duffield being forced out of the Labour Party, right? Green Party women being ousted from the Green Party. Marine Le Pen about to win in June 2024 and they're trying to get her out on a technicality. It's amazing, but I can't help but feel no matter how much they try and crush it, the seesaw has swung in our direction, right? Elon Musk reinstating people wins for Gert and Mille and in Spain and in Italy and then Marie Le Pen. It's exciting people and it's only Monday. Come on. Uh, My darlings, guess what's happened? We get to the top of the hour which you know upsets me greatly. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow. My name is Katie Hopkins. This is CMT Radio.